Mimi tuombe. Baba wetu wa mbinguni, tunakushukuru kwa nafasi hii ambayo umetupa tena. Umekuwa mwaminifu, mchana wote, ukinena nasi kupitia ndugu yetu ambaye Bwana amekuwa akianleta mapenzi yako kwetu. Tunakushukuru tena kwa nafasi hii ambapo mtumishi wako anasimama naomba Bwana wacha neno lako likapate nafasi katika mioyo zetu. Roho Mtakatifu kitenda kazi yako ya kuweza kutufanya upya ndani kwa utukufu wa jina lako. Ni katika jina la Yesu tumeomba. Amen. Amen. Okay, choir. Which song shall we sing? Hmm? Okay, we're going to sing Trust and Obey. To begin.
We want to uh, continue our study this afternoon of chapter 3 of our Confession of Faith. Um, so if you've brought your book with you, we're on uh, page 10 and 11. And also we've handed out the Swahili translation. And now this is the chapter of our confession that deals with God's decree. And as you might recall, last week we... Uh, we went through paragraphs 1 and 2 of this chapter. And it is in those two paragraphs that is dealt uh, dealing with the general decree of all events which, which happen in time. Na inasugumuzia kanuni za kijumla jinsi mambo yalivyotukia na nyakati. Now we want to start uh, the next section of uh, this chapter. Tunataka tuanze hatua nyingine ya kurasa hii which deals with the very specific decree of predestination unto life ambayo inaenda haswa muno kwa kufanywa sisi kabla ya mambo yote kuwepo so in the confession again this chapter it begins explaining how god's decree is uh, god's sovereignty over all things which come to pass na inasungumzia kuhusu kanuni za Mungu jinsi zilivyo na ukuu kwa vitu vyote ambavyo vitakuja kuwepo. Then paragraphs 3 through 7 deal with a very specific part of God's decree. Kuanzia tatu hadi saba inasungumzia mambo haswa mno kulingana na kanuni zake Mungu. And that is the part of God's decree which deals with Predestination unto life. How is it sinners become saved? Inasungumuzia jinsi mungu alipanga kabla ya mambo yote kuwepo kwamba mtu anaeza wakoka. Kwamba mtu mtendadambi awezaje kufikia wakovu. Because we read in the scriptures that all things that come to pass do so because they have been decreed by God. Maana tunapata ya kwamba mambo yote yanakuja kutendeka and the scriptures also teach that included in all things is the fact that uh, people, sinners, are saved. And that salvation comes by way of God's uh, predestination unto life. Na huo wokovu unatokana na mamba ambayo mungu alitengeneza kabla 
ya, uli, ya maisha haya ama ya ulimwengu huu. So for the purposes of today I want to focus on paragraphs 3 and 4. Makusudi ya leo tunataka kusingatia ya tatu na ya nne. And we'll focus on the remaining paragraphs uh, next week and perhaps the following week after. Na Jumapili ijayo na zenye zinafuata tutakuwa tunaangazia mambo kuanzia tano kuendelea mbele hadi saba. So I, I want to read paragraph 3 and 4 in the English and then we'll have Luda read from the Swahili translation the same paragraphs. Amen. So starting in paragraph 3 we're on page 11 now. By the decree of God for the manifestation of his glory some men and angels are predestinated or foreordained to eternal life through Jesus Christ to the praise of his glorious grace others being left to act in their sin to their just condemnation to the praise of his glorious justice so we're dealing with grace and we're dealing with justice tunashughulikia neema na tunashughulikia haki now paragraph 4 these angels and men thus predestinated and foreordained are particularly and unchangeably designed and their number so certain and definite that it cannot be either increased or diminished kwa hivyo nasoma kwa Kiswahili kutokana na uamuzi wa Mungu kwa kudhi kwa kudhihi kwa kudhihirisha utukufu wake baadhi ya binadamu na malaika wamekusudia au wameteuliwa kushiriki uzima wa milele kupitia kwa Yesu Kristo kwa sifa ya neema zake utukufu wengine wakiachwa katika dhambi kwa hukumu yao ya haki kwa sifa ya haki yake utukufu malaika na binadamu hao waliokusudiwa na kuteuliwa wamepangwa kipekee na ku, na, na, kusi, na kusikobadilika na idadi yao ni hakika na maalum na haiwezi kusidishwa wala kupunguzwa So the first thing that we see in paragraph 3 jambo la kwanza tunaliona katika hiyo kurasa watatu is the selectivity of God's election ni uteuzi ambao Mungu aliweza kuteua So we're dealing here with the doctrine of election kwa hivyo hapa tunazungumzia kuhusu mafundisho ya uteuzi that is that before god even created kwamba hata kabla mungu hajaumba he knew those whom he elected alijua wale aliokuwa tayari ashateua and those whom god has elected are a very specific people na wale ambao mungu aliwateua ni watu ambao ni wa and the words that are used election na maneno ambayo yanatumika katika uteuzi they imply selection yanadhihirisha kuteuliwa 
So what we're saying is the Bible plainly teaches it is God who selects or elects those whom he will save. Kwa hivyo ni Mungu ambaye huchagua na kuteua wale atakao waokoa. Now I think uh, here in Kenya we're very familiar with that terminology election. Na hapa tuko na tumezoea huu msemo wa kuteua. Every five years we have uh, very serious elections. Kila mwaka huwa tunakuwa na uchaguzi ambao unakuwa kumaanisha sana. And you know even leading up to the election we have a lot of campaigning that goes on. Na hata kabla tufikie uchaguzi watu wa wanafanya campaign kali. And things can get very heated can't they? Na hata mambo yanachemka sana. Everyone wants their candidate to win. Maana kila mmoja anataka aliye wake apite. And uh, it is through the process of election that the candidate is chosen. Na nikupitia uteuzi ya kwamba wale ambao wamesimamia viti wanateuliwa. So therefore we can say it is the will of the people whoever whichever candidate can earn the most votes that is the candidate who wins the office. Kwa hivyo kulingana na idadi nyingi ya wanaopiga kura wanapompigia mtu ndivyo anavyoingia katika ofisi. So that candidate is selected by the will of the people. Kwa hivyo huyo ambaye ameteuliwa ameteuliwa kulingana na mapenzi ya watu. Now there's a, a very good reason why in the scriptures we read that word election. Na kuna sababu muhimu tunaposoma neno hilo uteuzi katika maandiko. Because it is God who selects or elects those whom belong to him. Maana ni Mungu anayeteua na anachagua wale ambao ni wake. And just like when there's an election in Kenya, every Kenyan citizen has the authority to go and vote for the candidate they select or elect Bila hivyo tu ya muhimu ya kwamba kila mwanakenya ana nafasi ya kuenda kupiga kura kumchagua yule anayependa God as the creator of the universe has that authority it is up to him he can elect whomever he desires for whatever reason he desires Mungu pia katika mamlaka yake yeye huchagua yule ampendaye mwenyewe God does not owe it to his creation that has sinned against him to give us the blessing and the benefits of heaven Mungu hana deni kwa viumbe vyake aliyowaumba ambao wamemtendea dhambi ya kwamba lazima awabariki God could uh, cast all of us into hell Mungu angalitutupa sisi zote kusimu and he would still be just na bado angalikuwa mwenye haki but God in his graciousness lakini katika neema ama katika neema yake and according to his perfect will na katika mapenzi yake ambayo yamekamilika has for all eternity selected or elected his people amekuwa mwenye kuteua katika enzi watu wake ambao ni wake and it has nothing to do with us na hiyo halituhusu sisi kivyo vyote in the same way it would be an abomination that we have an election 
itakuwa ni jambo la chukizo ya kwamba wakati wa kuchagua and yet we have a candidate who received the least amount of votes declare himself the winner na tupate ya kwamba yule ambaye alishindwa aliyepigwa kura kidogo ndiye anayetangazwa kuwa mshindi we can't have a, a candidate get 10% of the vote but then he says okay but uh, i'm also helping you vote for me hawezi au tuwezi kupata mtu ambaye amepata kura kidogo na aseme kwamba pia anawasaidia So now let me add to myself 90% of the vote. Now I have 100% of the vote. I'm your your winner. <laughs> And so in the same way God does not uh, God does not have us participate with him in the election of ourselves. <laughs> God elects. Mungu ndiye anachagua. And that number is set. He has his chosen people that whom he selected from all eternity past. Na hiyo nambari iko pale na iweze kubadilishwa maana wale ambao wachagua kabla ya kuumba vitu vyote iko. If you turn in your Bible to Psalm 147. Tukigeukia Biblia zetu katika Zaburi ya 147. Saba. and verse 19 na mstari wa 19 He declares his word to Jacob his statutes and rules to Israel And then verse 20 He has not dealt thus with any other nation they do not know his rules praise the Lord 19 humu Humuhubiri Yakobo neno lake na Israeli amri zake na hukumu zake 20 Hakulite Hakulitendea taifa lolote mambo kama hiyo kama hayo wala hukumu zake hawa hawakuzi hawakuzijua haleluya Now this psalm is is referring to God's election of the nation of Israel Zaburi hii inasungumzia uchaguzi wa Mungu kuhusu taifa la Israeli God elected Israel there was nothing special about Israel that would, that would cause God to say okay I have to choose these people Mungu alipochagua Israeli hakukuwa na jambo lolote la speciali sana Israeli ndiye akasema awachague for reasons of God's own choosing he elected israel kwa sababu zake mungu mwenyewe alichagua israeli to be his special covenant people kuwa watu wake speciali ambao ni wa agano through whom the messiah god's savior would be born ambapo kupitia wao mesii ambaye ni mwokozi ataweza kuzaliwa God could have elected any nation he wanted and he elected Israel. Mungu angelichagua njia yote lakini aliamua kuchagua Israeli. Not because Israel did anything to deserve that it was God who selected Israel for his own reasons. Sio kwamba Israeli ilifanya chochote kizuri mbele ya Mungu ndio Mungu akaichagua lakini mwenyewe alichagua tu. Now let's turn to Deuteronomy. Kwa hivyo tuende katika kumbukumbu la Torati. Chapter 7. Sura ni saba. And we'll start in verse 7. Tuanze pia na mstari wa 
It was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set His love on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it is because the Lord's the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that He swore to your fathers, that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of the Pharaoh of Egypt. Bwana hakuwapenda ninyi wala hakuwachagua ninyi kwa sababu mlikuwa wengi kuliko mataifa yote maana mlikuwa wachache kuliko watu wote bali kwa sababu Bwana anawapenda ana na kwa sababu alitaka kuutimiza uwapo wake aliowapia baba zenu ndio sababu Bwana akawatoa kwa mkono wa kwa mkono wa nguvu akawakomboa aka katika nyumba ya utumwa katika mkono wa farao mfalme wa Misri So again the nation of Israel was God's chosen people Inji ya Israeli ilikuwa ni inji ambayo Bwana ameichagua And they were chosen for a specific purpose Na watu hawa walichaguliwa na kusudi And they were not chosen because they were such a great nation in fact Uh, Moses makes it a point to say that uh, they were the fewest of all peoples they were not a mighty nation they were a very small weak nation na hawakuchaguliwa kwa sababu walikuwa taifa kubwa lakini lilikuwa ni ndogo kulingana vile Musa anavyosema ya kwamba lilikuwa ni taifa la watu wachache mno and yet god chose them ile hali mungu aliwachagua and we have also passages in the scriptures which teach reprobation meaning that uh, those who are not chosen by God not among God's elect na kuna kurasa katika maandiko yanayosungumzia wale ambao hawachachaguliwa na Mungu they are left to their own sinful natures wameachwa kwa ajili ya dhambi zao wenyewe kwa ajili ya asili ya dhambi zao wenyewe so god's electing is a positive action kwa hivyo katika kuchagua kwake mungu ni jambo ambalo ni la ni la positive it is a it is a work of his ni kazi yake And so it is it is not as if uh, you know when God looks out among all of humanity past present and future wakati Mungu anaangalia kutoka enzi zote yaliyopita walioko na matakao kuweko that he is seeing like different levels of people we have some which are are mostly good maybe they just have a little bad in them maybe those i want to select and then we have these that are are somewhat bad okay maybe a few the tall ones i'll take those then uh, then i have these that are really bad no 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 i don't want them siati mungu huwa anaangalia katika vizazi na anasema hawa kizazi hiki ni kizuri ama wanakaako bora na wachague hapana ama angalia hawa nao ni warefu ama wako na uwezo fulani wacha ni wachague hapana yeye huchagua tu when god looks at all of humanity Mungu anapotazama wanadamu wote 
without him doing anything, all he would see is spiritually dead people. Yeye pasipo kufanya chochote, yeye anaona tu watu waliokufa kiroho wote. And so for God to elect someone Sasa ili Mungu amteue mtu that means now God does a work in them that causes them to no longer be spiritually dead. He raises them from the dead spiritually. Inamaanisha kwamba Mungu anafanya kazi ndani mwao fulani ambayo anawatoa katika mauti yao ya kiroho. So God is doing that work but he is not obligated to do that work for any of us. Na Mungu anafanya hiyo kazi sio kwa sababu ni jukumu lake kufanya kwa ajili yetu. But the fact that we know there are those who are not saved. Kwa sababu tunajua kwamba kuna wale ambao hawajaokoka. We know there's a hell we know that there are souls in hell today as we speak. And we know by the last day there will be more souls in hell. But that is because God by his justice leaves sinners in their sin nature. Hivyo ni kwa sababu Mungu huacha mtenda dhambi katika ile asili yake ya utendaji dhambi. It is not because God does a work to make the sinners sin and go to hell. Sio ati Mungu hufanya jolote ili mwanadamu aendelee kutenda dhambi aende kusimu. So for anyone to have salvation that requires the work of God. Kwa hivyo ili yeyote kupata wokovu inahitaji tu kazi ya Mungu. For someone to go to hell it requires nothing. They are just left as they are. Now ili mtu kwenda kusimu hahitaji chochote wameachwa hivyo vile vivyo. And so the very fact that there are some who are what we call reprobated. Na ukweli kwamba tukuna wale ambao implies that there are some whom God chooses to salvation. So where can we find this in the scriptures? Well, let's turn to John chapter 12. John chapter 12 verse 37 to 40. When Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. Though he had done so many signs before them, they still did not believe him, so that the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe. For again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn and I would heal them. Walakin ijapokuwa amefanya ishara nyingi namna hiyo mbele yao hawakumwamini ili litimie lile neno la nabii Isaya alilolisema Bwana ni Bwana ni nani aliyezisadiki habari zetu na mkono wa Bwana umefunuliwa nani 
ndio sababu wao hawakuweza hawaku kusadiki kwa maana Isaya alisema tena amewapofusha macho ameifanya mizito mioyo yao wasije wakaona kwa macho yao wakafahamu kwa mioyo yao wakaongoka nikawaponya So Jesus' work here on earth was a fulfillment of this prophecy in Isaiah where God's judgment is declared even more righteous because of the sinfulness of his people who have rejected him. Kasi ya Yesu hapa duniani ilikuwa ni kutimiza unabii wa Isaya huu ya kwamba haki ya Mungu lazima itatendeka. And we read in verse 39 they could not believe na mstari That is because of their sinful nature. Ni kwa sababu hali yao ya kiroho ambayo ni dhambi prevents them from having the ability unto belief. Inawazuia wao kufikia uwezo wa kuamini. And so the only way any of us can believe is if God does a work of regeneration in us. Na ili mtu yeyote aweze kuamini ni wakati Mungu mwenyewe amefanya kazi ya kufanywa upya ndani mwetu. Now if God is to do a work of regeneration in us giving us that gift of faith so that we now can believe Iwapo Mungu atafanya hiyo kazi ya kufanywa upya ndani ya mioyo yetu ili tuweze kuamini. So in other words, all of us are born without the ability to believe. That is what the scripture plainly teaches. Kwa mambo mengine ni kwamba sisi zote tunazaliwa pasipo na uwezo wa kuamini. But some come to believe. Lakini wengine huja kwa imani. While others do not come to believe and they are cast into hell to pay the penalty for their own sins. Na wengine hawakuji kwa imani wakielekea mpaka kusimu kulipia gharama ya dhambi zao. And we read passages like this which clearly teach that in order for us to believe it has to be a work of God. Na tunasoma maandiko kama hayo ili tuweze kuamini ni lazima iwe ni kazi ya Bwana. So we that is now logical. We know that some believe Some do not believe. The ones who believe it has to be a work of God. Na sasa hiyo iko wazi ya kwamba wengine waamini na wengine wasiweze kuamini na wanaoamini ni kazi ya Bwana. So what is implied there? Well, it is implied that God has selected whom he will do that work of regeneration. Sasa hiyo inamaanisha kwamba Bwana amechagua wale ambao atakaofanya kazi ya kufanywa upya ndani yao. While the others he leaves in their sins. Na wengine anawaacha katika dhambi zao. Now we also have verses which contrast the elect and the non-elect. So they they reference those who are the elect of God and those who are not. Na kuna pia mistari ambazo nasungumzia kuhusu wale ambao wamechaguliwa na wale ambao hawajachaguliwa. And those verses also imply God's selection, God's electing purposes. Na pia kuna zile maandiko nayosungumzia kuhusu kusudi la Mungu kuchagua pia. Now write this down. I want uh, go 
to this passage, it is a bit long, but you can study it later. That is Romans chapter 9, verse 6 through 24. But I will go to 1 Peter. Uh, chapter 2, verse 8 through 10. So the passage you're writing down, that is Romans, chapter 9, verse 6 through 24. But the passage that we will read is from 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 8 through 10. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, they stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Tena jiwe la kujikwaza mgu na muamba wa kuangusha kwa maana kujikwaza kwa neno lake wasiliamini nao waliwe nao waliwekwa kusudi wapate hayo tisa bali ninyi ni mzao mteule ukuhani wa kifalme taifa takatifu watu wa miliki ya Mungu mpate kuzitangaza fadhili zake yeye aliyewaita mtoke gizani Mukaingie katika nuru yake ya ajabu. Nini mulio kuwa kwanza si taifa, bali sasa ni taifa la mungu. Mulio kuwa hamukupata rehema, bali sasa mepata rehema. So here, Peter is talking about they stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. Petro anasungumzia kwamba waamini kwa sababu kwa sababu wao wanajikua wanajikua kwa sababu hawajaamini maana hatima yao ni kwamba ilishawekwa Now he's talking about unbelievers specifically unbelievers among the nation of Israel Haswa mno wasioamini katika taifa la Israeli That is Jews even though they had the holy scriptures the Messiah came through the Jewish people and yet they did not believe ni wayahudi ambao bwana anasungumzia ile hali kristo alikujia ndani mwao lakini hawakuweza kuamini and they stumble because they disobey the word and the reason they do that is because that is what they were destined to do wanajikua kwa sababu waliamini neno la mungu na hawaamini kwa sababu hatima yao ndio But then Peter says to those who are believers you are a chosen race. Na Petro anasema ya kwamba kwa wanaoamini ni uzao mteule. God chose the believers. Kwamba Mungu anachagua waumini to be a royal priesthood and a holy nation. 
Wawe taifa atakatifu. A people for his own possession. Watu wa miliki yake. That we may proclaim the excellencies of him who called us. Ili tuweze kutangaza makuu yake yeye aliyetuita. There again more language talking about the election of God that God calls us. Tukizungumzia kwamba Bwana alichagua watu tunasema kwamba Bwana alituita. Most of you are familiar with phones, correct? Wengi wetu tuna tuna hizi simu. Is there anyone here who does not at least know what a phone is? Je, kuna yote hapa ambaye haelewi simu ni nini? You might not own one but at least you know what it is. And I think everyone here understands how a phone works. If someone calls me, Did I do anything? In order for them to call me. I mean even if I send them a message to call me it doesn't mean they have to do it. <laughs> But if someone were to call me it is them who picks up their phone and either dials my number or they have me already in their contacts they select the contact They're the one to hit send, they're the one to hold their phone to their ear. Mtu akitaka kupigia simu ni mwenyewe akutafute katika simu yake aweze kukupigia simu. And so if they're calling me the only way I'm talking to them is because they're calling me. Na wanaponiita chenye mimi naweza tu kujua ni kwamba ninaitwa. But I didn't do anything. Na kisijafanya chochote. And this language is is here in this text. It It is God who calls us. Na hii lugha inatumika katika hii huu muktadha ya kwamba Mungu anatuita. All of this language is supporting the the plain biblical teaching that it is God who selects his chosen people. Lugha hizi zote zinaunga mkono tu ya kwamba Mungu ndiye anayechagua watu wake. Now in paragraph 4 katika kurasa ya nne what we see is that uh, god elects specifically in other words god's election is personal na tunaona ya kwamba mungu anapochagua anachagua mtu kibnafsi so the reason why this is important is because uh, armenians especially Uh, because armenians and other uh, teachers of different doctrines they will look at passages in the scriptures and say that okay this passage uh, dealing with election is speaking of nations or groups of people wangeangalia kurasa kama hii ama somo kama hili yenye tunasoma na waseme kwamba hii inasugumuzia kuhusu mataifa ama vikundi vya watu and so they would say okay yes we see election is in the scripture but when god elects he's electing a group of people he's not specifically electing individuals kwa hivyo wanasema ya kwamba 
ndio tunaona uchaguzi wa Mungu lakini Mungu akichagua anachagua vikundi au mataifa sio mtu binafsi But it is not logical to say that God only elects nations or groups of people Lakini haiwezi kuwa ya kuleta maana ya kwamba Mungu huchagua vikundi au mataifa Because if God only elects groups and he does not elect individuals Iwapo Mungu angelikuwa anachagua vikundi na sio mtu binafsi Then it would be possible that every individual in that group could fall away Inamaanisha kwamba kila mmoja katika kile kikundi angepatikana nje and they would be lost na wote wangepotea and there would be nothing god could do about it na kuna chenye mungu angelifanya kuwahusu because he doesn't elect individuals he only elects groups and that group all fell away na wakati yeye achagui mtu binafsi na anachagua vikundi wakati hicho kikundi kinaanguka inamaanisha watu wote wameenda hivyo But if we say okay well God can keep a group from being lost. Na tunasema kwamba kama Mungu ataweza kuweka kikundi kisipotee. Well if that is true then certainly he has to keep individuals from being lost. Na kama hiyo ni kweli basi pia ataweka watu binafsi wasipotee. So we can't say that God only elects nations or groups of people. Kwa hivyo hatuwezi sema kwamba Mungu huchagua tu mataifa au vikundi vya watu. But he elects individuals. Lakini yeye huchagua watu binafsi. Turn to John chapter 13 verse 18. Yohana 13 mstari wa 18. Here we read I am not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. Sisemi habari za ninyi nyote. Nawajua wale walio wale niliowachagua. <coughs> Sorry. Lakini andiko lipate kutimizwa aliyekula chakula changu ameniinulia kisigino chake. Now here Jesus is speaking to his disciples. Hapa Yesu anazungumza kwa wanafunzi wake. Those 12 men whom he chose as his disciples for his ministry while he was here on earth. Wale watu 12 aliowachagua kuwa wanafunzi wake akifanya huduma hapa duniani. But we know that one of them fell away. Na tunajua kwamba mmoja wao alianguka. And that was Judas. Na huyo ni Yuda. So he was talking about the one that would fall away and he says to all of them that he's not speaking of all of them. Na anasema kwamba siseni kwa ajili nyinyi nyinyi wote because he knows whom he has chosen. Maana anajua wale ambao amewachagua. So he chose Judas to be a disciple but he clearly did not choose Judas among his elect people. Yeah, aliweza kumchagua Yuda kuwa mwanafunzi lakini hakumchagua kula kuwa wale watu maalum watakaoingia kwa ufalme. 
and he left Judas so that the scripture would be fulfilled. So even in the reprobation of Judas, God had his purpose. Everything God does, he does for his according to his purpose and according to his decree. And so God chooses individuals. He knows whom will be his even before he created the world. Let's turn to Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11 verse 5 and 6. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. Kwa neema. Lakini ikiwa ni kwa neema, haiwi kwa matendo tena. Au hapo, neema isinge kuwa neema. So God's remnant, God's elect, God's chosen people are chosen by grace. Kwa hivyo watu wa mungu, watu ambao aliwachagua, amechagua wao. And Paul reasons, if then it is by grace, it is not on the basis of works. It is not on the basis of anything special about us. Turn to 2 Timothy 2.19. Timotheo apili, musura ya apili, mustari wa kuminatisa. But God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are His. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Lakini msingi wa mungu ulio imara umesimama wenye muhuri huu buwana awajua walio wake. Natena, kila alitajaye jina la buwana the Lord knows all those who belong to him. That is every individual who is called according to his decree of election. Now let's turn to Romans chapter 8 verse 30. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Na wale aliowachagua tangu asili hao 
akawaita na wale aliowaita hao akawahesabia haki na wale aliowahesabia haki wa, hao akawatukuza election is according to god's predestination uchaguzi unatokana na Mungu kufanya vitu mbele ya that took place from all eternity past hii ilitendeka katika umilele uliopita god knows all things and he knows them all at once mungu anavijua vitu vyote na anavijua vyote kwa pamoja mara moja everything which happens from our perspective happens according to time sisi katika mitazamo yetu tunajua kwamba vitu vikitendeka vinatendeka na wakati. It is God who created time when he created the universe. Mungu ndiye aliumba wakati alipoumba mbingu na inji. God exists outside of time. Naye Mungu huyo anaishi nje ya huo wakati. Time is a creation of God. Maana wakati ni kiumbe cha Mungu. And so this work of electing which took place for all eternity Kwa hivyo hii kazi ya uchaguzi iliyotendeka katika umilele uliyopita is taking place in history according to God's calling Unaendelea kutendeka katika historia kulingana na vile Mungu anavyowaita So that we read in Romans 8:30 those whom he predestined that is those whom he chose for all eternity past wale wale aliowachagua tangu asili in time he calls them hao kwa wakati anawaita so in other words he did not call brother alois to salvation in the year 1750 because alois had not yet been born kwa hivyo yeye hakumuita ndugu yetu Alois katika mwaka wa 1750 maana wakati huo alikuwa hajazaliwa so that even though God predestined that Alois would be his child ijapo Bwana aliweka kwamba mbeleni Alois atakuwa mwanawe he did not call him until the appointed time hakumuita wakati huo Alingoja paka wakati ambao ni wake Mungu mwenyewe. And that appointed time of course cannot take place until Alois has physically been born. Na huo wakati wa Mungu mwenyewe hawezi kutendeka kabla Alois hajazaliwa. Now when he was actually saved I don't know that's between him and God. Na wakati alipookoka mchungaji Jeff hawezi jua kwa sababu hiyo ni kati yake na Mungu wake. But when he tells me he saved I believe him. Na anaposema ya kwamba ameokoka ninamwamini. And if he is saved that means from all eternity past God predestined him to salvation. Na kama ameokoka Bwana alimteua katika miaka iliyo katika asili kabla ya vitu vyote kuumbika. And then at some point in the life of Alois God called him. Na kwa kiwango kingine And since God called him that means of course he justified him. Na vile Mungu alimuita inamaanisha ya kwamba alimfanya kuwa mwenye haki. Now remember that 
Justification is declaring Alois not guilty. Even though we know, even after talking to Alois for five minutes, you know he's guilty. <laughs> but God declares him just. And then those whom he justifies, God also glorifies. Through the process of sanctification, God is preparing us for heaven. And on that last day, the day of judgment, that is the day we receive our resurrected bodies and our glorification is now complete but all of that every minute of it even before minutes existed all of it is the work of god none of it is us and now if we can agree that god's calling is the historical outworking of his election and if calling is individual in other words God calls individuals he doesn't just call groups of people but an example of that we can turn to 1 Corinthians 1.25 For the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men for consider your Calling, brothers, not many of you were wise according to worldly standards, not many were powerful, not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of Him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Kwa sababu upumbavu wa mungu unahekima saidi ya wanadamu, na udhaifu wa Mungu una nguvu zaidi ya wanadamu maana ndugu zangu angalieni mwito wenu ya kwamba si wengi wenye hekima ya mwili si wengi wenye nguvu za si wengi wenye nguvu si wengi wenye cheo walio walioitwa bali Mungu aliachagua mambo mapumbavu ya dunia awaibishe wenye hekima tena Mungu alivichagua vitu dhaifu vya dunia ili 
aviaibishe vyenye nguvu tena Mungu alivichagua vitu vinyonge vya dunia na vilivyodharauliwa nam vitu ambavyo haviko ili avibadilishe vile vilivyoko mwenye mwili awe yo, mwenye mwili awaye yote asije akajisifu mbele za Mungu bali kwa yeye ninyi mmepata kuwa katika Kristo Yesu aliyefanywa kwetu hekima itokayo kwa Mungu na haki na utakatifu na ukombozi kusudi kama ilivyoandikwa yeye aonae fahari na aone fahari ya Bwana Now in the same book chapter 7 1 Corinthians chapter 7 Katika kitabu hicho hicho katika sura ya saba. starting at verse 20 Kuanzia mstari wa 20 through 22 Hadi 22 Each one should remain in the condition in which he was called Were you a bond servant when called do not be concerned about it but if you can gain your freedom avail yourself of the opportunity for he who was called in the Lord as a a bond servant is a freedman of the Lord likewise he who was free when called is a bond servant of Christ kila mtu na akae katika hali hali ile ile ambayo alikuwa nayo alipoitwa je Je, uliitwa u mtumwa? Usione ni vibaya lakini kama ikiwe, ikiwe, ikiweza kuwa kama ukiweza kuwa na uhuru ufadhili kuutumia. Kwa maana yeye aliyeitwa katika Bwana hali ya hali ya utumwa ni uhuru wa Bwana. Vivyo hivyo yeye naye aliyeitwa hali ya uhuru ni mtumwa wa Kristo each one should remain in the condition in which he was called kila mmoja asalie katika hali aliyoitwa that calling is of individuals not of nations or groups of people hiyo hali ni ya mtu binafsi sio ya vikundi wala ya mataifa and if it is true what we have already declared that the calling is the the working of God's election in time in history na kama ni kweli kwamba kuitwa kwake Mungu ni kazi ya Mungu katika historia kwa wakati and God's calling is of individuals na mwito wa Mungu ni wa mtu binafsi then that means god's election is of individuals hiyo inamaanisha kwamba uchaguzi wa Mungu ni kwa mtu binafsi god will save his own Mungu ataokoa walio wake that is according to his decree hiyo ni kulingana na kanuni zake that he predestined those who belong to him kwamba alifanya mambo hayo mbele ya wale ambao atakao waokoa and if god does not do that work of salvation that regenerating work in us na kama mungu hatafanya hiyo kazi ya kufanywa upya ndani mwetu 
then we will remain spiritually dead. And we are not justified before God. And we will suffer for all eternity the consequences of our sins. For to sin against an eternal God is to, uh, to deserve an eternal punishment. That is according to God's justice. Now those of you who are trying to earn God's salvation, you will never satisfy God's justice. There are souls in hell as we speak that have been there for thousands of years. And they have yet to satisfy God's justice. And they will never do so. I don't care how many church services you attend. I don't care how many theological classes you attend. I don't care how many uh, people you evangelize. I don't care how many orphans and widows that you take care of. None of it will satisfy the justice of God for your sins. The only way any of us can be justified before God. Remember, that is to be declared not guilty before God. The only way that is possible is for us to have a substitute. Someone else has to do the work we cannot do. Someone else has to pay in full the penalty that we owe. The only one who can do that is Jesus Christ. And we belong to him by faith and faith alone. And even that faith we did not generate on our own that faith was a gift of God. So, so as you sit there, if you have faith, it is not because you're so special. It is because God has given you that faith as a gift. 
Now let that knowledge motivate you to serve him with all of your being. Wacha hiyo elimu sasa ikusaidie kukuchochea na mambo yako yote and you serve him by obeying this his word. Kwa kumtumikia Bwana ukitii neno lake and if you're not sure na kama hauna uhakika how you need to Every day search these scriptures. Unahitaji kila siku kutafuta maandiko. Pray that God might help you to understand. I can't make you understand. Uombe ya kwamba Bwana kusaidie uelewe maana mimi siwezi nikakufanya ukaelewa. If you're not yet saved, you are spiritually blind. Kama haujaokoka, wewe ni kipofu wa kiroho. I cannot make you see. Mimi siwezi kufanya uone. It is only the Holy Spirit who can make you see. Ni roho mtakatifu pekee anayeweza kufungua macho uone. Through his work of regeneration, taking your heart of stone, giving you a heart of flesh. Kupitia kazi yake ya kukufanya upya kwa kutoa moyo wako wa mawe na kuweka moyo wake wa nyama. And how I pray for those of you who have yet to believe that God might do that work. Na jinsi ninavyoomba kwamba wale ambao hawajaamini Bwana afanye kazi yake katika maisha yenu. Let's all stand. Wacha tusimame. Our Father in heaven, we just come before you, Lord, humbly as we can, acknowledging that we are but sinners, Lord how we are in need of a savior and we thank you that you have provided the savior the only savior the only one who can save sinners the second person of your holy trinity god the son and how we thank you that in all eternity past that you had predestined a chosen people so that you do not just leave all of us the way that we are but according to your grace and your mercy you have elected some so we give thanks to you god how we pray that uh, that your name would be glorified in our church in our homes and in our community So Lord we ask you to help us. We ask you to help us to understand these things. We ask you to help us to live holy lives as you command us. And Lord how we pray that uh, that you will continue to draw your elect from our communities according to your word and it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God from
you. I pray you all have a blessed week. Asante.